Week one in the books. Wait, week two is in the books almost. Man. Oof. The NFL season's already flying by. Can you just can you just take a break for a second and enjoy this time of year. The best time of the year. Why is this the best time of the year? Because we have football. Oh, but then well, what about last week? This whole time is the best time of the year. <laughs> this whole from week one to Super Bowl, best time of the year. Or do you guys think just the fantasy season is the best time of the year? Uh, I guess it depends. I know football is all, always great. It's the best time any time football is on. For some especially, people. Especially yeah. gambling now, right? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't gamble. None of us gamble, Jack. What are you talking about? Gamble is not good for you. And uh, Yeah, n- none of us won money on the Giants Live money line yesterday. <laughs> I know who didn't win money. Eddie, because it's a giant I did I hate the Giants. You're, you're a giant hater. This is the YFTS podcast, uh, week 2.5. Uh, we're just about to wrap up week two, look ahead to week three. Uh, this is Stack Guy and your host, Kelvin, joined by Eddie Two Time and Jack Judy. Um, whoa, we are whoa. here. Yeah, here. Jack Judy? You told us your name this year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what he's trying to say. Yeah, yeah, we know. Uh, we're back to our usual formats. Uh, we're keeping the top plays. Look forward to that later. Uh, and we will continue and go right into the news and the notes. Take it away, Jack. Let's go. Uh, I'm going to quick update from the previous injury before we get into this week's injury. Uh, Gainwell, his ribs, who was out. Uh, he's looking to play the next week, so you have to look into what you want to do with Gainwell and Swift. Uh, wait, wait, what are you going to do with Gainwell and Swift? Yo, it's, what if it's you just, had either is, of them? This is such a tough decision. Like, I honestly thought I have, I'm a Gainwell owner. Week one, he literally was the week number one running back. He sits, he has to sit because of that ribbon dream. And DeAndre Swift absolutely crushes it. Like, what, what, do the, what do the Eagles do? This is this is what I, if I was a fantasy owner and I had DeAndre Swift, I am 100% trying to buy Kenneth Gainwell. I think whoever emerges in that backfield, whoever gets the most amount of touches in that backfield, I believe that they, they should be owned and they should be started too. I think DeAndre Swift should be. I'm chasing points. I don't care. <laughs> he was just that electric. He's on on tape. He's just like the best. He has to be the best running back there. I think I think it's gonna be split. I hope it's, it's split. But even if it is split, like he still excels in split backfield. He was in a split backfield last year, and he still even if with with limited touches, if he gets twelve to fifteen touches, he's yeah, gonna be this, very effective. This is not the same as last year, right? Because last year they had golf. This year they have Hertz, who's also siphoning from that. Yardage and points there, so I know. Pretty- but he had he had Jamal Williams siphoning all yeah, the touchdowns. I, I understand that, but I'm saying there's two running backs and now. There's a quarterback also included. For me, it's just a it's gonna be a coin flip, I guess. I mean, yeah, but th- all right, it's, it it's gonna be a coin flip, right? You're, you're right about that. But should it be a coin flip? Is I feel it like it, it shouldn't I, be. As an Eagles fan, yes, I do want it as a coin flip because Swift doesn't show that he has. Uh, 
a good uh, injury history in the past. So, but I think he's definitely at least a flex. Yes, I think I think both of them might be a flex if you are in trouble with starting running backs. Uh, let's quickly move on. Christian Watson, hamstring injury. Hopefully, he plays next week. I don't know. You know, if he, only, if he does play, I feel like he is gonna get tar- most of the targets from that team. I just do you, do you think he's gonna be the next receiver to score two touchdowns? Because first it was Dobbs, then it was Jaden Reed. Oh yeah, it's gonna be Christian Watson. He's definitely gonna score two touchdowns without yeah. doubt. But that's if he plays. Who knows? It was weird. He played whole preseason. They didn't play, and he, he got a hamstring injury, and now he's out for. You, you think Jordan Love is going to be this efficient this entire year? Three touchdowns. I feel like what is it, 14, 15 completions the first couple of weeks, and he nope. has three touchdowns each week. You think he's going to be this efficient? I don't. Think I don't so. think so, but who knows? He might be the next Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. You know, the Packers fans are very lucky. Who knows? <laughs> uh, Aaron Jones, same team, hamstring injury also. Got to watch over that. Are you guys starting AJ Dillon? If he hell no, he sucks. Jeez, Jacoby Myers concussion. Looking forward, he's looking. Look, he's looking at he's moving to the right direction. He's going to play this week most likely. Austin Eckler, another person with ankle injury, had to watch out. I think he's most likely going to play, but if he doesn't play, are you going to start Joshua Kelly comfortably again? Or no? Who are they playing this week? I guess the, it really it's really dependent on that because the Minnesota Titans, Vikings. I'm I'm starting him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Vikings just allowed 200 rushing yards to, to the Eagles. Was it almost three? Uh, 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 almost three because Boston's got 50 something and then he got 180 something and then Hurts got like 20, 30. It was like 250 ish. Yeah, I'm sorry, Joshua Kelly. Cooper Cup gonna be out. Uh, he should be ready by week five to rest the Eagles. Of course, he is. Uh, uh, going to wait, 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 hold on. So, but like, what's gonna happen? Like, it, it's, gonna, it's gonna be three pretty good receivers there now. So it's gonna be just like the Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup. Right. So, so are you believing in Stafford? Then are you gonna? I think he's like has to be a must start QB if that's the case. I personally think when Cooper Cup comes back, the person who takes a hit is Puka. It's not gonna be Tutu. Because Tutu is not as different. It just sounds so weird. You saying Tutu seriously? It just sounds so. Tutu is yeah, different. We got we got Cup, Puka, and Tutu. For me, Tutu is different from the other two. Right, other two are more possession receivers, route runner. The other Tutu. The other Tutu, yeah. And Tutu runs. It's a speeder. He's he's a speedster. So he's like Brandon Cook said. Yes. So he's more of a flashier play. Um, I'm still gonna trust Puka, even when Cup comes back. I, I guess it's more of a wait and see approach when Cup comes back because you don't even you, you're really not going to know how healthy he is when he is back. He could be he could just literally slot back into his regular Cooper Cup what twenty five percent target share phase. I, I don't know. Or he just pulled that hamstring again. I'm trying to trade Puka is what I'm really trying to say. All right, let's move into this week's injuries. Boston Scott concussion. Uh, I know it's not no one starting Boston Scott, but him being out also alleviates some of the carries to either Gainwell or Swift. Uh, Devontae Adams also got a concussion. Uh, I guess we'll get more update throughout the week. Uh, ODB ankle injury. He left the game early. Uh, apparently, it isn't serious, but I don't think he's starting Odell Beckham anyways. I just had him here because he's Odell Beckham. <laughs> uh, Joe Burrow 
I uh, tweak his calf. That's the scary one. It's questionable, and that offense looks awful so far within two games. Are you guys scared? Or Absolutely. People, oh, Chase owners, are you guys going to be – I don't know. Are you guys scared? Are you going to try to trade Chase? Well, you can't. I wouldn't – I don't know. I wouldn't try to trade. I'd probably try to trade for Chase. This offense is not going to be this bad this entire year. So, like, I, I would try to buy low. Like, Nakua – if you could, if you could package Puka plus and Chase? try to get Chase, yeah, I would, I would definitely try to do it. It sounds so outlandish, but Puka has been so ridiculous that somebody might bite. So, like, who knows? Uh, David Montgomery, well, he left in the car. I... Real, real quick before that, Jack, in our league, Peter has Jamar Chase and Puka. Did he package himself to himself? <laughs> no, he's gonna package them both for who? <laughs> Oh, that won't happen. <laughs> uh, David Montgomery uh, die bruised. He's out for multiple weeks. Initially, it looked like it was much worse because he got carted off. But it's only a few weeks. That's so not bad. Uh, Amara and Etienne both cramped up during the game. Uh, like that famous Japanese ba- baseball player, they should eat more bananas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was it? More banana. Mon- monkey, never- monkey eat banana. Uh, Darnell Mooney, me, uh, apparently is not too serious again. Uh, Anthony Richardson, he died again. Uh, back <laughs> weeks when he gets hurt by running, so he's in the concussion protocol. So that 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 one was kind of weird because he it was after the touchdown run. If you saw the touch, if you saw the run, he gets up and like does like a flexing thing, and then after that, you you're just like, oh, he's not concussed. But then he goes to the sideline, I guess, and. Had to go to the blue tens. He took a really, really hard hit as soon as he got into the end zone. I know, but he literally, he like, he like flipped up and got up, flexed on everybody, and then I guess he died after that. So it was weird. Speaking of more concussions, the other two concussions also bad hits. Logan Thomas and Jalen Wallow both got hit in one behind the head and one in front of the head. Uh, they both got up and moved perfectly fine, but you know you got to watch over the concussion protocol. Uh, hopefully, Jane Wall is not playing next week. Don't uh, do that because I'm mercy him. Yeah, I know. I have him. Uh, Saquon Barkley. He avoided a high ankle sprain. Uh, he's expected to miss three weeks. Uh, a lot of people feared that he was going to be out for a while with the way he reacted. Uh, so are you, are you trading for him? Uh, I'm not because that offense looks brutal. At the moment, still Saquon Barkley, and they and, scored. They just dropped thirty-one points. Well, didn't someone offer you Saquon Barkley? Or why? Yeah, straight up for Derrick Henry, and that was before the injury news. There's no way I could do that. So, <laughs> uh, oh, it's, it's gonna be Matt Breida's uh, revenge game then, right? Ew. Wait, which team are they facing? Four Niners. Man, how many revenge? Because I feel like he has a lot of revenge games that he could do. Well, he he was the best. At when he was 49ers. Oh, I love Matt Breida when he was in the 49ers. He was just, he's so fast. But who knows? Typically bringing someone in. Uh, we don't know who yet. But there is Kareem Hunt and there is Fournette stuff. We keep mentioning Kareem Hunt. That's, I feel like that's never going to happen. Someone's What's not, he waiting for? I don't know either. They probably went for, he's probably waiting for a winning team to sign him. Oh, he's trying to do the Melvin Gordon. There's a lot of teams that offer him the contract that have been bad teams. Do we, know, do we know who those teams are? I don't know the Colts are one of them. Well, for sure. He didn't the Saints even... were too, right? Yeah, Saints Saints and the 
Yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota should be another one. Minnesota should offer him. He's a perfect fit. I think, I think he's a perfect fit for that. Yeah, because Madison has not looked good. <laughs> he he's looks like yeah. of Madison. Huh? I think Cooks uh, uh, Hunt is a better version. Whoa, whoa! What you say? What you call him? <laughs> Hunt is a better version of Madison. K Hunt. <laughs> uh, Brandon Cooks knee sprain. Uh, when he's not there. I feel like Dak just throws the ball to one person only. I mean, it's good for CD. So. Oh, yeah, it's good for CD, but I mean, also next week, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an awful week. I'll brush on it later, I guess. Uh, scammer, Scam Acres, uh, Healthy Scratch. Uh, looks like it's uh, Ky- Kyron's Williams backfield now. Call him crying. Crying. Uh, Garrett yeah. Wilson actually left the game early with an undisclosed injury. So we should follow up on that and look at Maybe that. needed to go to the bathroom. Maybe. Maybe. But that's it. I think unless I missed that I missed anything. Last week I missed Aker. Oh Eckler. So I hope I didn't miss any other injuries. A lot of concussions this week, actually. Yeah, it was concussion city. All right. And that's gonna wrap up the news and the notes. All right, we're back to a usual format. You know what time it is. We missed okay. you, Brad Pitt. We missed you. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, si, uh, corretto. Ah! All right, we're going to jump into our pits and cages. Who wants to t- start it off this week? I guess I'll go. Uh, are we starting cages or pits? Pits, pits. My pit this week is Josh Reynolds. He got five receptions. 66 yards and two touchdowns. The only reason why I'm picking him over other players, I feel like he is startable, actually. Uh that option that, that offense always feeds two options. And the Detroit Lions defense is not good. I don't think they're good. Uh week one, yeah, they held the Chiefs to 20 points. It was just because the Chief has been a mess. They always start slow. Uh I think the Lions defense is not as good. I feel like every game they're going to be playing is going to be like last year. It's going to be always high scoring. And Amara is not going to get all of that. They need a number two. Marvin Jones is too old. And Khalif Raymond is just a one, like, every once in a while. So I feel like Josh Reynolds is that number two. I mean, Josh Reynolds is not great, but he is okay. Uh, He's pretty fast. He wins a lot of jump balls. I feel like he's a good receiver three moving forward. I agree. I think he's definitely worth owning at at minimum. He's definitely good, like good receiver depth. He should get six to six to seven targets a week, which is pretty good. And I think in that offense, he has the ability to score, like he did this past week. He had two touchdowns, especially with Amara. With you know, um, I'm not I'm not saying he's gonna get hurt, but he does have soft tissue histories. So, so does I mean, so does he. But I mean, you're you're getting him off waivers, so he's definitely worth an ad at least. All right, give us yours. All right, my my uh, pit this week is going to be Kyrene Crying Williams, dude. He ninety five percent of snaps, basically all the. Did he have all the running back touches, or essentially all the running back touches? He had what over a hundred, just about a hundred total yards, six receptions, two total touchdowns against this 49ers defense that was supposed to be top what top one, right? Top top three, if not in the NFL. He showed out. This is exactly what you want 
wanted when you drafted Cam Akers. And so the, this is the the ceiling that you're going to get. It's massive. I think if we were drafting today, he'll be at minimum a third round pick. If you could see this, if you see this type of production on Rams, there's there. I don't think there's any way I could trade this away. I, I think he's honestly a league winner and he looks like Austin Eckler to me. <laughs> His play style is like Austin Eckler. He just had 10 targets this past week. So, Brian Williams, man, I, I'm the biggest fan right now. I wish Kim Akers was gone earlier. I, I would have picked him up instead of uh, Gus the bus. Yeah. I blame Sucks Eddie. to suck. It's all Eddie's fault. I guess did okay. He had a touchdown. Yeah, but yeah, Justice Hill's there taking useless carries away from him. He's so bad. But yeah, like like I said, uh, Kyrene Williams, I think he's 100% a league winner. I don't know if you guys feel the same. Like, do you? No, absolutely. He looks absolutely amazing. I can't even say anything about it. Like, he's he's catching passes. He's running the ball really well. He's like three down back right now. He looks very good. That's all I say. Would you try to capitalize on his, his value right now, or are you just going to hold on to it? I would try to capitalize. I think I think I'd hold. If you if you're the Saquon Barkley owner, would you look at him? Like, would you would you try to look at Kyrene Williams and try to get the name value? If you if you're let's say you started zero two right, and you have Saquon Barkley hypothetically, would you try to go after a player like Kyrene Williams? Yes. Just off a of name value, Kyrie plus exactly. Yeah, like I said, because of name value, you can get more with yeah. uh, Williams, and and you'll probably get the same production. So yeah, and Barkley's out three weeks, so he might even have a better fantasy total than Barkley at the end of the year. Yeah, well, I'm glad you guys like him as much as I do. Well, he is five nine and one ninety. That's yeah. that's small. It's pretty small. Small. So okay. I, I, like, we've seen guys like him produce. Like not a lot. Austin Eckler. Eckler is not 190. He's two. He's 200. You act like that's the biggest of differences. I'm going to fact check you right now. Also an inch or two higher, tall. No, he's not. But he also only carries the ball 200 times max a year. If if Kyrie he's, five, he's listed at 5'9", right. 194, right. Kyrene. Right, to be fair, Eddie's kind of on point. He's uh, Eckler is 5'10", 200. Yeah, but Eckler doesn't handle the workload. He only takes like 50%. But, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm Kyrie's just comparing. Kyrie's going to go through 100% of the touches for the running back positions for the Rams and last that long. Well, I, there's we haven't seen it yet, but there's a potential that he might. We haven't so, seen it yet. <laughs> no, but there's potential, there's potential that he might. This is the second year he was injured before the season started last year. So this is. Exactly. This is, but that was before the season started. But he's also he was injured already. You can't predict injuries, okay? So That's I good. I'm not predicting injuries. I'm not predicting injury. I'm just saying he it could it's a possibility. I'm never saying I'm, he's 100 percent getting hurt. All right, I'm gonna wrap this up and give you my pit. Um, I pit this week another Ram going with Puka. I'm not even gonna bother trying to say his last name. Um, but man, what what a first two starts to his career. Uh, I was looking at his stats. He had the most targets with 20 in week two, tied for the most targets last week with 15. He has the second most receptions in in the league. My second most? Sorry, he has the most receptions with 25. Justin Jefferson is second with 20. 
Ironically, they both don't have a single touchdown. And Puka's also uh, second in yards uh, out of all the receivers in the NFL in the first two weeks. It's kind of unbelievable. Like he's strong yeah. move. Yeah, man. It's my my biggest concern was Matthew Stafford. He looked really bad last year. I mean, he was hurt, but he couldn't support a single. I mean, he could support one receiver with Cup. Right now, he's supporting two. Tutu and Puka are playing really well. I, I've been diving deep into these numbers. The Rams have been averaging seventy five plus plays a game for the first two weeks. Which is in absurd. That's like ridiculous. I think Lee averages around sixty. So when you have that type of volume in this offense, like no, no matter what, he's gonna get at least eight targets minimum per week. And it's and so far it's been spread out. Just at this to, point, the cool, at this yeah. point, I'd say twelve targets minimum a week. Yeah, I mean, if they're gonna continue at this pace, I believe that there's like you want a piece of this Rams team. Naku is definitely one part, but I mean, Tutu Atwell is another name that you kind of want to look at too. Like he's he's been good. Calvin won't give him to me. <laughs> All right, uh, let's not do a wrap around. Let's go uh, go back to Jack for his cage. Fine, my cage this week is my boy Justin Fields. Had two hundred eleven passing yards. Two whole interceptions, got sacked six times, fumbled the ball twice. He did get a rushing touchdown to help save the day. But my God, that team is trash. His vision is awful. But we we didn't draft Justin Fields for his passing. We drafted him for his running abilities. And and throughout two weeks, they have designed four running plays for this guy. Four. Four design running plays for a guy who runs the ball. They they try and make him this guy into pain manning or something. Like, there's people open left to right and this he's not seeing it. If we're removing his legs, you're removing his confidence. He last year he started getting better with his throwing once he got confident when his because his running ability was destroying everyone. But now this he just looks awful. The Bears, or I don't know what the Bears organization is doing. This they're destroying him. So Jack, then that entire time you were talking about Justin Fields, I I was trying not to laugh. I was trying not to interrupt you, but I to, I one hundred percent agree. Like he's for for him to get what is it four rushing yards this past week? Was it four? Yeah, yeah four. That's ridiculous. This the guy only, was averaging like seventy five a game last week last year. The only design play was the the one that he scored a rush touchdown. That's it, and the goal line, and it worked. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't. For some reason, this like I don't. I don't understand how people like us, regular, regular schmegler watchers of football, can understand an entire coaching staff that is dedicated to understanding the the ins and outs of their roster and their best player, which is going to be Justin Fields. Like, wouldn't you cater to that player? It it doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, that's, that's entirely the problem, right? They want. Justin Fields has fit into their system when he doesn't fit. Yeah. Instead, instead of just using what he has and what he can do and building around that it or makes making play calls no around that. It makes no sense. And this is why they lost, what, 12 straight now? It makes it makes no sense for, for the Bears to do what they're doing. And then you see teams like Anthony Richardson. I mean, I know he got a concussion, but I, I know he's you know he's, he's a little banged up the first two weeks of his career. But they are catering to his 
rushing ability. He had an 18-yard rush and what another he had like two 20-yard rushes for touchdowns this past like this I, past I, week in I, the first quarter. I get the Bears trying to limit his runs. You can limit his runs, no, but he still should draw more than one player, two plays a game for him to run. He should they're, be running the ball at least five, ten times. They're legitimately ball, playing better defense than their opposing defense. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I don't get what the Bears are trying to do. No wonder why they've been sucking so hard in the last like twenty years. Yeah, th- I, well, I, I'll tell you one thing. I'm buying Justin Fields everywhere, and if people want to drop him for whoever quarterback they could, let's say there's like a Jared Goff out there, or, you know, I'm not sure if Kirk Cousins will be out there, but, like, you know, somebody like along those lines, I will be picking up Justin Fields everywhere, at least as my backup quarterback, because you know what the upside is. You know it's 100 yards rushing and a touchdown, well, every like the chance of that every week. The bright spot for people to know is that the numbers that he had in the first two weeks last year is the same as the two years, two, this two weeks. Uh, yeah, in our league, it kind of like his stat line kind of murdered because we do count sacks. Yep. But in most leagues, he still got what 16 ish fantasy points, which isn't, which is not, it's not killing you, but it's not definitely not winning you your week. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm buying him. I'm so absolutely. I'm writing him out. I don't care. I whoa, pause. What? what? It's 2023. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna give you my cage. Uh, I changed it up last minute. Um, my cage is gonna be Josh Jacobs, and his, his 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 rushing stats are hard to believe from the guy who led the league in rushing last year. Oh, he switched over okay. to receiver. He's trying to get receiver money now. This past week, he had nine attempts for negative two yards. At, at one point, it was six attempts for negative six. Now they're like, wow, he's averaging negative one ca- yards a carry. But it, it's – and even last week, wasn't great. He almost rushed for 20 times for almost, only 48 yards. Even if you look back to last season, the last three weeks of the season, he had very mediocre rushing performances. Granted, the Bills were top five rushing defense last year. Uh, they only had the fourth most rushing yards to uh, in the uh, NFL. They did uh, give yeah. up like a bazillion yards to the Jets, though. So yeah, um, but at, are you guys concerned? Uh, Do Josh Jacobs owners be concerned? I'm I w- concerned. I'm concerned. Jack, go ahead. I wouldn't because he didn't have a uh, preseason. He didn't have workouts with them at all. Right now, these two weeks is technically his catching up. That's for me. I, I I will buy low on him right now if people are scared. But they're gonna lean on him soon once it gets colder too. Hey, they put in a dome. That make that doesn't make any sense at all. But... <laughs> with uh, with with some away you... away games away games from this. Oh yeah yeah we're talking about away games. Uh, it's it the first two weeks. His first two weeks of any football with a team. So I feel like I only I, I wouldn't panic yet. All right, somebody offers you Kyrie Williams for him. Would you do it? Yes. I would too. Yeah, same thing. I I, I believe more in Kyrie than J- Josh Jacobs. However, Josh Jacobs still had you seen the the potential of Josh Jacobs. You know what he can be because it was last year. He was phenomenal last year. He was a league winner last year. So, uh, I think the workload is still there. He just needs to score more touchdowns. He's the offense needs to you know gel a little bit. But um, I'm still a believer in Josh Jacobs. There's no way I'm getting rid of him. Oh yeah, I'm, I'll buy low. peanuts. All right, and that's gonna wrap up the pits hey. and the. Kids. Hey, I didn't go. What really? Yeah, oh, my bad. you skipped actually, over me. Oh, I skipped over you. I'm so sorry, Eddie. Go ahead. You can take okay. cage, and you can start off with RKO as well. All right, 
Um, so my cage this week, Brees Hall. I guess I could just like lump in most of the Jets options. Brees Hall, Davin Cook. Well, I mean, Gary Wilson did score a touchdown, but that's not very um, good. Brees Hall had four carries for nine yards. Yeah, he was taking and out. Didn't have a reception. Well, to be fair, he was taking out at halftime of the game. I mean, even so, I don't care. Like for him to get four carries in a game is wild. I know he's coming off an injury, but he you seen what he was able to do this just this past week. And for them to run how many times did they run? One, two, like what fifteen times in a game in a in when in a in a game where you know that running is your only chance against this Cowboys defense. I am a I am so petrified. I'm so scared. Do we know any, why he was jets. pulled at, do we know why he was pulled at halftime? His snap is still is still limited for him. They don't want to use him too much. He's coming back from ACL injury. They try and limit it. In the game like that, they were blown out already. They weren't not coming back. Yeah, that's what I felt like. I felt like they were kind of giving up on, on the game. But damn, like you, I don't know. Even giving up for, for fantasy purposes, you don't want your team giving up. Regardless, you want to get some garbage, garbage receptions, garbage, you know, garbage time points. That's what there's there are teams that, that live by it. And this team if they're huh? I think it's a perfect time to buy Brees. Go ahead. I will I definitely I'm not saying offer a shit ton. Something I cheap can... later on. If you thought you were two and and you go holding for the second half of the year, I would. I mean, I the I the only name that could come to mind that or like the couple names, maybe Brian Robinson for him or Rashad White. That I think that that could get you Brees I Hall. Sure, what's Rashad White for Brees Hall? If I'm two and zero, ah oh, man, it's, I don't know. That's me. I'm trusting Hall's talent. I well, it's just talent. It's just that team is just was, not he, good. He performed well with Zach Wilson last year, being a bum. I still don't believe in that offense. It's I mean, it's scary. You could go ahead and buy him low. Like uh, Austin was completely trash last year. He still did well. I know, but he's splitting a backfield with Devin Cook, so Devin Cook is gone soon. You really think so? Yes. Okay. He just fumbled the ball and they made he made the game impossible for to win. Well, even so, I'm I'm totally out on Brees Hall. I just wanted to you know bring his name because that's that line. Look, people were chasing the points from week one, and for that them to get what point nine fantasy points is extremely brutal. So. All right, and that is going to wrap up the cages, right? Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack has All another right. one. And let's jump right in to the RKOs and the DDTs. And for those uh, who are first-time listeners, I should probably explain it for Pits and Cages as well. Uh, RKOs and DDTs, um, people we think are going to come out of nowhere and give you some solid points for you on your team. And there's DDTs who you think is due to trash. Uh, people you might want to consider benching um, if you like to listen to us. And just to recap with Pits and Cages, why don't you do that one, Eddie? Uh, re- recapping Pits and Cages. Pits, pits are essentially players that uh, overperformed, I guess, and that we really like and we just want to discuss. Their, why, why, their... why do you call them Pits, Eddie? Oh, because, you know, Brad Pitt is just a superstar stud. And his movies, you want to go see Brad, you want to have Brad Pitts on your team, and then Absolutely. Nicholas, and then there's the Nicholas Cages, which is 
you already know how, how Nicolas Cage's movies go. They're just not. They're, they're yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know what it is? This is more relevant. Uh, I want to say maybe three, four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's had better movies over the last couple of years, but we're just so tied to this name that we can't go away from it. We also have yeah. an opening for it, so you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a Cage fan. You're a Cage uh, fan? I'm, I'm definitely not a Nicolas Cage fan. Also, the founder of this podcast, Jason, hates Nicolas hates, Cage. Ha- absolutely hates Nicolas Cage. I agree with him too. I, I think he's a very bad actor and he's just one trick pony essentially. But uh, yeah, he also ruined my favorite superhero. Ghost Rider? Yeah. <laughs> he destroyed I, is, him. is it his fault though or is it the studio's fault? He agreed to do the movie and he did it poorly. Okay. He agreed to play the actor Ghost Rider. He didn't make the movie. Well, he still was in it. So he ruined it. His face is Ghost Rider. Fuck them. All right, let's move on to the uh, RKOs and the DDTs. Man, that's doo trash. All right, so you explain what RKOs are. Essentially, players who came out of nowhere. You, they're probably not rostered. So like, I'm just going to give examples of this past week. Zach Moss is one. Nico Collins, out of nowhere, dropping 150 yards and two what touchdown or two. Tank Dell is another name. CJ Stroud had a monstrous fantasy game. And Jack already mentioned Josh Reynolds. DeAndre Swift, I just want to give him another shout-out. Dude, he was incredible. Um, but for this week, my RKO, I believe, is going to be Isaiah Pacheco. I'm finally going to get this right. The matchup is perfect for him. He's still getting 50% of snaps. I think they need to get the running game more involved because for some reason, they just want to pass on every single down. Uh, I believe at halftime, Isaiah Pacheco had this past week had two rushes, but he wound up with 10 in the second half and had 70 plus yards or 70-ish yards. I think against him against Chicago this week is, I think he's a must start. Um, And... He definitely should be in line for a touchdown or two. So I think Isaiah Pacheco is 100% an RKO. 100%. 100%. Eddie's going to die on this hill. I am. I am. Eddie loves Pacheco. His arms, dude. His arms move so freaking fast. It's, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty funny watching him run because his arms are like... They're they're in a right angle and just moving like just like he's running on a, on a on a treadmill or something. It's like his arms are moving faster than his legs, which is his weird. Ar- but like his arms are pulling him faster. Yeah, exactly. So he's going forward. So his arms are going to take him to the end zone. I believe he's going to score a touchdown. All right, um, Jack, you want to give us your RKO? Sure. I kind of pivot just now. You know, I have you in my head, but I will pivot. I think. Next week, Bryce Young. Not this week, because we're, we're recording on Monday. I think Bryce Young's gonna go off. Have three hundred yards and three touchdowns next week against the Seahawks, who has been bleeding points to everyone. So so far, both weeks, Seahawks have given out thirty points, both games minimum. And I think Bryce Young will blow up next week. I think he'll be a good QB start. I like that. I like that pick. 
Uh, nice, Joker. nice. I think it's uh, well. I mean, he's starting to get. Well, he's getting the, his best receiver back this week. Well, I mean, he might not even play. He might get injured, so we don't know yet because we're recording before the games. But okay. I do like uh, Bryce Young. Like, I think he's. I think he's actually a good player. He was a number one pick for a reason, and the matchup is perfect for him. Now I will wrap up with my RKO. Uh, there's some confusion earlier. Um, I forgot which team was playing which team, but I'm gonna stay on that same team. And my RK is going to be Jordan Addison. He's already performing quite well for a rookie, uh, especially in a team of receivers uh, that encompass Jefferson, ja- Justin Jefferson and T.J. Atkinson. Uh, but this week, he's going to go seven receptions, 100 yards, and keep his touchdown streak alive. I like how that sounds. I think Jordan Addison is a great player. He just needs to play more. For some reason, they're not giving him the full amount of snaps. He's better than KJ Osborne. On top of the Chargers giving up a ton of yards in the air. Um, yeah. yeah. I like it. Okay, cool. And that's going to wrap up the RKOs and the DDTs. What? We didn't do a DDTs yet. Oh, my God. What is going on? I don't you, know. You, you got, forget you got, shit. You, you guys should dethrone me as the host. <laughs> that's why I've been no. we, don't, we don't go through the preseason. It's pretty I know. Tight. No preseason podcast. This is what happens, We are currently <laughs> Josh Jacobs. We also didn't do this last week either. We went straight through like a breakdown of the of the overreaction. So yeah, like we're currently pres- Josh Jacobs right now. Minus minus two yards rushing right now on this podcast. I'm definitely minus two yards rushing. <laughs> I'll do a snake this time and I'll give you my uh, DDT. My DDT for this week. Oh wait, wait you're a snake. We got to do this as a snake because he is the rattlesnake, Randy Orton. Oh, you're right. No one knows this except for maybe yeah. Jason and a few other wrestling know. fans. No one, um, bro. <laughs> People, wrestling is hot right now, man. What are you talking about? It, you know what? It is hot right now. The Rock Austin's just came back. The Austin's a rattlesnake. What are you talking about? Well, no, he's not. Oh the yeah, ra- no, no, no. The Viper. Viper. The Viper. Viper's a Viper. <laughs> Isn't that a type of snake? What? Shut it's right, a type of snake. We're, right? we're, done, we're done with this. I'm gonna snake it and give you my DDT. Uh. Much to my sadness, uh, my DDT this week is going to be T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, Joe Burrow is having calf issues. And Imani mentioned it uh, yesterday. A calf issue for a quarterback is a lot more serious than it is for any other position. And we've been seeing this uh, without Joe Burrow performed. I mean, he did uh, feed T. Higgins uh, yesterday, and he did quite well. But if he's dealing with and even if he if he heard it a little more at the end of that game, uh, both of these guys are gonna really really uh, disappoint uh, with the backup quarterback. I don't even know who the backup is, but it'd be hard to bench him, huh? Yeah, it's it's, it's so hard to bench him. I I'm considering it actually. I don't know. And it all depends on Joe Burrow though. Well, this was the scare in the preseason, right? So when in the preseason you see his injury. I, I know everybody said it was minor because it was a calf injury, whatever. But those are pretty serious, and they seem to linger because just ask. There's so many players that, that I can name off the top of my head that had calf injuries and just that they don't perform to their normal capabilities. And Joe Burrow has literally proven that right in front of your very eyes. So, like, I, I'm 100% benching him until I see a good game out of him, to be honest. they have There's a lot of good streaming options. This last mentioning, this past mentioning week, mentioning both Higgins and Chase. 
Uh, there's no way. No, I'm only benching Burrow. I'm not benching any of the receivers. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like Uh, it's still too good. Yeah, they're they're too good. They have to produce. Like, even if it's a really, really bad quarterback, they're they're probably going to be down in the game, which means they're going to get more targets. Um, yeah, you can't bench any of the receivers. It's just it's you got to downgrade them. Obviously, the more receiver two and threes, but you can't bench the receivers. Quarterback, I think I'm benching Burrow until further notice. Right now, they're um, playing the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, they're giving up the six fewest fantasy points to receivers in these first two weeks. But they have to score a lot, so yeah. And week one, I mean, you got to throw week one out of the out of the out of your mind because Geno Smith played really terribly that game. Um, but I mean, through two weeks, I'm not too scared of the Bengals receivers. I am scared of Burrow. If Burrow is injured, you gotta. That's the scary part. All right. Uh, give us your DDT. Uh, who went for me? Jeff? I did. Eddie, okay, good. Uh, so no, no, D- no, Jack went. Jack went before me. You started the RKOs. Well, I want to do it anyways. Wow, you said we were supposed to snake it for Randy Orton. Fine. Thank you, Lamar. My DDT this week, I'm going to the Dallas Cowboys. I'm always going to be ecstatic when he hears this. My DDT this week is going to be Dyke Prescott. Not because oh, I, I thought not- I thought we were going to say Pollard, and all, I was going to say he's not a goal line back. <laughs> not because Dak Prescott sucks. It's because the Cardinals are going to get smashed early and not be able to come back, and Dak's not going to need to throw a ball at all. I, I'll be I'll be surprised if he breaks 200 yards next week. Passing yards, and maybe one touchdown at best. I feel like you can start any other quarterback over Dak just because they're playing the Cardinals, and the Cardinals are trash. A hurt Burrow or Dak? I'm going with a hurt Burrow. You even you're you're even saying this after what Daniel Jones did to this team. Yeah, but the, the I'm talking about the Cowboys defense is going to destroy them, man. That is true. The the, the score is going to get out of hand. It should get out of hand. And Dak's not going to need to throw a ball at all. Like, but, one. My only issue. I, I I'm only I'm only throwing this out there because I'm uh, playing devil's advocate here. Just I know the Cowboys are known for playing down to the competition. I they they hate the Giants, so Giants don't really count. But um, and the I mean the Jets, the Jets. They actually. Never mind. This this uh, these two first games have have never mind. I just feel it's gonna be a complete lopsided game, and Dak's not gonna need to throw a ball. So yeah, understand. I just want to throw it out there. I'm not saying Dak sucks. I'm saying Dak is not gonna need to throw a ball at all. So uh, I'm gonna continue. We are picking quarterbacks this week. Um, I'm picking Trevor Lawrence against yeah, I Houston. Pick, I didn't pick a quarterback. You pick oh, yeah. Joe Burrow. No, I said the receivers. Oh, well, I mean that's kind of Joe Burrow too, but I I go him. But yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence against Houston. I I don't know for some reason they have his number. The way you beat Houston is on the ground. I believe they're gonna rush. I think Travis Etienne is gonna be in for a really good game. Oh, I have and yeah, it's the perfect matchup for him. He's. He does destroy Houston as well. But for some reason, Trevor Lawrence doesn't throw touchdowns to this team against this team. And even with Ridley, I I don't know. It's it, it's a gut feeling. It's more of a gut feeling, but I think Trevor Lawrence is in for another bad game. Even though like he hasn't been he hasn't performed uh as we expected him so far this year. It's only been two games, but and it's 
Houston is Houston. Houston's going to allow 35, 40 points, but I don't think it's going to be much from, from Trevor Lawrence. I think it's going to be more from Travis Etienne. I think he's going to score a couple touchdowns. I like that. Sure you do. Well, a lot of teams, they haven't really been playing as well. They should have been a lot of top, a lot of these top quarterbacks like Hertz, Burrow, Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, all these hyped up people are not doing like they're okay, but not doing like what they expected to do, which is, I guess it's, it's weird. It's weird, maybe because no preseason. I don't know. I'm, I'm not putting it against them. If anything, this is the time to buy quarterbacks. Those top names, at least. Do you guys know who um who has the most fancy points? Uh, top three fancy points in quarterback in our league, at least. Do I'm gonna guess know? Kirk is one. No, Kirk is number one. Tua. Nope. Jared Goff. Nope. Gino um, Smith. Uh, Tua, Tua is four, by the way, and Goff is six. Gino? Gino nope. had a bag week one. Stafford. Nope. Yeah. Alrighty. I'm done. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you guys, okay? Oh, it's Howell. No. Uh, number two, Jordan Love. Six number touchdowns, three, no interceptions. I'll do it. Number three, Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Hmm. Mahomes? Yep. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's not bad quarterbacks then. Oh. Patrick Mahomes has 13 rushes for 75 yards. Puts Ooh, him right that's... above Tua. That's crazy. That's weird. <laughs> it's so bad. I feel like he yeah, I feel like he's been terrible. I guess he's just playing to the to to the mean, I guess. Yeah, it's it's weird. He weirdly doesn't have uh great passing stats. I mean he, has, he does have five hundred passing yards, but four in, four touchdowns, two intos. Um, but somehow he's he's keeping keeping his fancy prospects up, and that and uh, that will wrap up the RKOD Yes, yes, that, that will wrap would, it up. It would, it would, it would. <laughs> that will wrap it up. All right, now let's go on to our newest segment, um, the top plays of week two. Uh, this time I actually reached out to both of you guys earlier uh, to give us your top plays. Uh, so let's go run through them. Uh, Jack, Jack first. All right. Jack's the, top uh, play. Oh, hey, sorry. Good, good. Yeah, sorry. My top play was the block from yesterday's game, last night's game, the Patriots against the Dolphins, when the Patriots run and had a head start and ran and blocked it perfectly. The reason why I picked it as a top play is because it reminds me so much of Madden. When, when you try to block a field goal in Madden, you need to have a perfect jump. Yo, this is what we used to do, okay? Me, me, Jack, even Jason, we put the fastest guy on the team as the punt returner, okay? And then when they set up, instead of letting the punt returner run back, we just pulled him forward at the line. And as soon as the punt comes off, you come off the edge, you block the punt almost like 75% of the time. You need to time it perfectly. It looked like exactly like a Madden game yesterday when he did it. And, and he came I- like off screen. It would look so cool. <laughs> the timing was absolutely perfect. That's the reason why that was my top play. Mine is the block itself. Yeah, that was cool. All righty, give us yours. Uh, mine is, I mean, Saquon Barkley's highlight reel machine, obviously. He had a couple nice runs in this game, but the one that really caught my eye was the one where he uh, caught a pass, just dunked it on him. This is the, that, this is the definition of dunking like in the NFL. I'm, I guess Mossing could be dunking, but I think diving for a pylon on a defender, it looks cool. And uh, every single time I see one of those, I, I just have to like you know 
It was a perfect pass by Daniel Jones too, uh, to give Saquon the running, running way and to just reach out and just hit the pylon right before it touches the, out of bounds. Dunk. It's getting a, dunked it was, on, bro. It's pretty nice. Pretty nice. All right. And my play of the week, um, it was the Matt Milano interception he had on Josh Jacobs. Whoever hasn't seen it, you can catch it later on Instagram. He literally bear hugged him from behind and took the ball out of his hands. It it was unbelievable. Like it's he completely made Josh Jacobs a son. Uh he's buying him Thanksgiving dinner uh, in November, taking him out to Toys R Us for Christmas. But that, that that could possibly be one of the best interceptions of the season. Yeah. It was so freaking that, that was so mean. It was funny to watch live. It was it was hilarious. Uh, and I have a special one. I'm not going to lie. I'm becoming B. John Robinson's greatest fan. This guy is absolutely fantastic. He had a run yesterday. He made three guys touch the ground with their knees. Three guys. And they all look exactly... They, the way they got to their knees was almost exactly the same. On top of that, after he finally went down, this guy helps the guy who tackled him up. What a stand-up guy. What a nice human being. Destroys him on the field, helps him up after, right after. I guess we like it's been back to back weeks that Bijan's been on this. So do we just gotta do like a Bijan highlight of the week, I guess? Yo, know, I, I will not be surprised if I if I post a Bijan uh, Robinson highlight every week this season. He he looks that amazing. Everyone knows already I he was my he was ranked like top four for me in screen. Yeah, year. he he was Honestly, I, I didn't see a lot of Bijan. He was very, very hyped up over uh, in the preseason. And he has absolutely lived up to the hype in these first two, se- first two weeks. And I think he's going to finish a top-tier running back uh, by the end of the season. All right. Some, and would, that, some would say S-tier. Uh, yeah. Um, is that a joke? No, S-tier is like, you know, when people do the tiers, yeah, it's yeah, S-tier, know, A-tier. I, I, yeah, yeah, I thought you were doing a pun on, no. on something I said. Okay. He's S-tier. All right, cool, cool. So it's going to be Saquon, Eckler, and, and Bijan next year, top three running backs. Hey, McCaffrey, whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, meant, I meant McCaffrey, Eckler, and Bijan. That's a, that's a, that's a Giants fan in, in him. That's all I'm at. No, no, I'm reading the word Saquon on my notes because I'm talking about the, the dunk touchdown. That's why it came out. I'm I'm going to guess it might be Bijan might go before McCaffrey, but. You know what? I would not be surprised. I would yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, surprised either. Bijan and that will wrap up uh, the top plays of this week. And let's jump right into the Did You Knows. You know what time it is. It's the Did You Knows. My favorite segment. Whoa. I wow. Know. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, really? Well, really? Oh. Wow. All right. Uh, not too many this week, Um, but I got some oh, good ones we, for you all. Do we end? Don't don't anyone that you knows? No, we always end the bowl predicts because Eddie likes it to be the last thing. Tell us, Eddie. Tell us why you like it to be the last thing. Because they're bold. Okay. All right. Did you guys know with Sunday's loss, the Patriots started the season 0 and 2 for the first time since 2001. Yep, I did. They, I knew that. They finished 11 and 5 that year and went to win on went to win the Super Bowl. Yep. So Super Bowl is here for Pats. No, that team is a fucking DDT. Mac Jones is not good. I remember when Imani was saying that uh, the offense is really good yesterday. 
And that's he he goes. Uh, I asked him how much Wednesdays I have. Oh, minimum eight. I All think, right, I'm gonna let I, me clarify. Can I clarify what he said? Go ahead, he go didn't ahead. say the team is good. He said Mac Jones is good, but he's surrounded by garbage, which is kind of true. Stevenson is pretty good, but everybody good. else receivers are terrible. Bottom two in the league. Who's a worse? I don't know. I I just said bottom two because I'm assuming Panthers. That, that Panthers. Uh, are they? Yes, I guess so. Right, they have nobody really. All right, so who's uh, name another team? I said bottom two. And there they are, bottom two: Panthers and the Patriots. Uh, I can't think of it right now. All right, uh, move on to the next one. Uh, did you guys know, with five catches for thirty-one run, ah, with five catches for thirty-one yards on Sunday, Jamar Chase now has more games with fewer than forty receiving yards to the season than he had all of last year. Which is just one. And that's number two. That's number three. The top three overall pick in you know, fantasy. Some places top two. Yeah. Blame Burrow. Absolutely. Oh, the blame does fall on Burrow. Um. Yeah, if he can get better, Jamar Chase will be back to what he was. Uh. So yeah. Next one. Did you guys know, Anthony Richardson is the first Colt to have two plus rushing touchdowns in the first quarter of a game. Since Edron James did so in Week Eleven of nineteen ninety nine, plus any player, any player, was that his rookie season too? I am not sure. I think it is. Is it? You can fact check me. I'll do the other two. But well, I thought it was. He came after Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah. He he's the only player to have two first down, two touchdowns in the first quarter. Well, to be fair, first quarter, it's kind of hard, huh? No? It's tough. Absolutely, it's tough. I, I really thought Jonathan Taylor would have done it at some point. Or the one year he did really well. All right, on to the next one. We touched on this a uh, little in my cage. Josh Jacobs recorded the fewest rushing yards in a single game by a reigning rushing leader since 1950. Yeah. Negative two. And he played the whole game. He did play the whole game. It's crazy going from being the reigning rusher to having 48 rushing yards and then two rushing negative two rushing yards back to back weeks. Well yeah, like we said, maybe like we said, maybe this is a preseason. Uh he needs a couple of games to get acclimated to the He does look out of shape. He does, but like I said, he missed like you said, he missed the preseason and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, and the last one, another one from Jason here. Okay. Baker Mayfield has done something Tom Brady never did in Tampa. Start a season two and zero and not throw an interception in either game. Yeah, in the, the last temp, the last Tampa Bay quarterback to do that was Sean King in two thousand. I don't know who that is. I don't either. <laughs> I think I know who he is, but is he white? Yeah, he's white. I'm sure he is. Um, but throw him in the Hall of Fame, right? Throw him in the Tampa Bay Hall of Fame. <laughs> Sean King sounds like a like a black like a dark skin name. I'm sure he is. I I think he's white. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, yeah, throw Baker Mayfield in the Tampa Bay Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's me. better than Tom Brady. He is absolutely. Don better King than Tom Brady. African American. Oh, Damn it! I was wrong. I was wrong too. <laughs> Who would have thought, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Then that's gonna wrap up the Did You Knows, and we will end it with Eddie's favorite segment, the Bold Predicts. All right, bold predicts time. You gotta do it. Bold predicts. Whoa! This week, that's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold predicts. It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day.
I will go first. And I will I am not gonna believe what I'm what's coming out of my mouth right now, okay? My bull predict this week, Kadarius Tony is gonna have 80 yards and two touchdowns. After that horrendous week one performance, he really did a, kind of a bounce back. And maybe this is his preseason. He didn't he got hurt, he was hurt all preseason. Uh didn't really play. Um three games in, he's gonna drop 80 and two touchdowns. But but Mahomes is throwing it to twelve different players, and he's only playing twenty five percent of snaps. I didn't say he's both gonna be receiving touchdowns. That, that's pretty impressive. All right, that's my okay. bold predict. All right, Jack, give us yours. Uh, hear me out before you guys say anything. My <laughs> okay, bold okay, I'll hear you out. I bold predict if you're in a pickle and you don't know who to start for your flex, hear me out now. You can start Rico Dowley. Dowdle? Sorry, who? Dowdle. Dowdle, sorry. I, I see a Dowdle. I don't know. Is it Dowdle? 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 I don't know. It's D-O-W-D-L-E. Yeah, is it Dowdle or the Dowdle? Dowdle. It's like one dollar. No. Well, I'm just going by his first name. Rico? Rico? Rico is going to give you a touchdown and at least 60 yards. So I feel like he could he could be flexed if you need him. That that's just that's because I think Carlos getting blown out. Tony Paul is not gonna be playing at all. It's gonna be all Rico. Wow, that's as bold as you get. That, that is pretty. That, that is, is yeah. bold. Yeah, is gonna tell us how to say his name in a few days. No, it's Dowdo. I know how to say his name, and I said, you know how many times I said this. He's still gonna is, say it. Is he uh well endowed? Okay. Yeah. Uh, give us your bold predict, Eddie. Uh, my bold predict, I'm going to be a homer. Zay Flowers, over 100. He's going to break 100 yards for the first time in his career, and he's going to score a touchdown. Zay Flowers should be in everybody's lineup. He looks the part. He is probably – is he the best receiver in this draft class so far? So far, uh, yes. I, I think not he's – P- Not Puka? I test. Oh, shit, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm talking about I, like I test. Puka is just open because of scheme, and he's just Cooper Cup now, 2.0 or whatever. But Z Flowers definitely to me, eye test wise, most impressive guy in the in the draft, and I think he's going to score a long touchdown, maybe two. But Z, he should be in your lineups. Do you own Z Flowers, Eddie? I do not. Okay. All right, and that will wrap up uh, the bold predicts and this episode, uh, week two point five of the two thousand twenty three fantasy football season. Um. Uh, not bad. Uh, I mean, like I said, this is my preseason. I uh, stumbled a little bit here and there. Um, I'll get back at it. Next week will be better. Looking like uh, the Packers linebackers. Bijan's uh, running on them. Oh goodness, dropping money. I'm dropping I'm gonna teams. I'm gonna I'm gonna title that video Bijan making defenders do the Tebow. <laughs> or not the bad, Kaepernick. Right? Or, okay, let's not get into that. Political. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Awesome. Uh, I said I'd do a plug, and uh, for Eddie, he does not have a, have a uh, webcam for his computer. And I said I'd do a plug for him. Uh, little did I know, if you just type in webcam on Amazon, you can take any one of those top three. I don't need to do a plug for this. Just do that, Eddie. All right. All right. But I wanted somebody to fund it for me. No one's going to fund it for you. It's like 20 bucks, okay? Um, yeah, exactly. Right. I'm not asking for a lot. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh Enjoy the two Monday night games. Uh, there are also two Monday night games next week. 
Uh, not sure why, but uh, that's the way it is. And good luck. And hopefully me and Jack can get our first win. We're both 0-2. Are you 2-0, Eddie? Yeah, I am. Oh, man. Eddie, Eddie two-time is on his way to uh, fantasy birth, uh, playoff. I, I, hope this, I hope this is my only two wins of the year. Oh, you hope? Why? I hope this isn't. Oh, it's not. I, I, I heard it is. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, Jack. Uh, good luck to you, Eddie. I hope you lose because I don't want you to go undefeated. Um. Have a great week, guys. Uh, we'll right. see you all next time. Later. YF- YFTS out. Oh, wait, wait. Follow us on Instagram at YFTS Podcast to see the videos of the top plays. All right, now I'm done. Okay. Bye. Later.